is Hannah Overby. We would love to welcome you to the Raise Your Standards podcast, where we like to give you a little sprinkling of kind of everything, talking about our lives, talking about our faith, talking about career, interviewing our friends who happen to be, you know, like really awesome people just doing amazing things in the world. Today is going to be more of a life episode. Autumn and I have been having a very busy summer, uh, which has been really fun, uh, I have to say, but also very busy. So what we're going to do for you is review our last month. So right now, as of recording, we are recording end of August. It's all, September is starting next week. So pumpkin spice lattes came out today. So we're like, okay, oh. it is fall. Time to do summer in review just to give some highlights, talk about travels, talk about things that we learned. So Autumn, do you want to kick us off? How about start us off by saying one place you traveled and then one thing you learned well on the trip? Well, okay. I want to say my road trip, but that consisted of multiple places I traveled. But I think my favorite, so for those who don't know, I moved back from Minnesota to California and I drove. So the whole point of the trip was to be able to see different places that I haven't been to check off new states because I love checking off new states. So I traveled through North Dakota, Montana, uh, Washington, Oregon, and then down through California. So those are all the ones I'm missing, by the way, for the West. Yeah. I, I'm very jealous that you got to check all of those off. Yeah, they're cool. Um, but surprisingly, my favorite was Montana. Um, I think the reason being is I so I went to Glacier and the amount of nature, pristine, beautiful views, peace. It just felt very calming, especially after a hectic season of moving. And I was just super stressed that week prior leading up to the move and just a lot of moving parts. Um, so that was definitely my favorite. I went on a couple different hikes while I was there. And we drove around and it was kind of hectic being able to get passes though, because you had to get a pass in order to get into the park on top of the national park pass. So it was an extra $2 pass and you had to reserve them and people weren't getting them and it was just super hectic, but somehow we got one, but uh, we had to get in a different side of the park. But anyways, I went there with my mom and it was just a good bonding time and being able to see new places and go to a different national park that I had never been to. And what was the other question? What, what, did, I you, learned? what did you learn on this, this trip for one of your summer trips? Well, I listened to a lot of audiobooks on the trip. So one audiobook I listened to was Dare to Leave by Brene Brown. And I think with that, I just realized how much I missed listening to not only audiobooks, but leadership type books. So one thing I learned is to keep up on my personal development books because I miss them. Um, but otherwise, I would say, oh, wait, I know. So we got a flat tire while I was in North Dakota driving through. So I learned that it is not the end of the world when you get a flat tire. It is actually a very common thing. And <laughs> to not freak out. And I learned that you need AAA. Man, oh, man, AAA was very slick and really, really helpful. Um and then I also learned, this is just a little tangent, but apparently for those living in California, AAA, you can go through AAA for DMV services. So what? in order, yes, <gasps> I know. And Hannah, this is insane. I don't think I told you this, but 
I got my license and I'd just been having issues with the DMV. I was trying to get my tabs for my car because I was moving back. And they're like, this random lady one day was like, oh, well, do you have AAA by chance? And I said, yeah. She's like, oh, well, you can just go to AAA and they'll give you your tabs and license there on the spot. So I literally just walked into a AAA, no one in line, walked right up to the counter, handed them my AAA card and my information. And they're like, okay, here you go. Printed it out and was on my way. I Guys, have, these are actually life-changing tips right here. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I had, um, I celebrated with Boba and I have not been that happy in a really long time. It was just insane. And the amount of stress I'd been having from that for the past, however many months of trying to get that squared away. And the DMV has been so slow. Uh, I don't know if other states do it or only California, but 10 out of 10 recommend getting AAA membership just for that singular purpose. I've heard horror stories of waiting hours at the DMV. Hannah and I spent over four hours. I think I didn't even end up getting a license that time. Just insane. So definitely recommend going through AAA. And apparently they've been doing it for a while, which I didn't know. So that is an amazing pro tip. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, as a side note about the DMV, I was thinking about it and I get really excited to go to the DMV, even if I'm waiting in line and everything. And I don't know what it is, but I think there is something about going somewhere that doesn't have joy that just compels me to be extra happy while I am there because I'm like, I will be all of the joy for this area of the world right now. Um, So I get excited to go wait for four hours at the DMV. Not everybody's experience, but I really do think it's because there is no joy. I just like something in me is like, I must contribute more. Yeah. Someone, has to. Someone has to. Yeah. It doesn't so have anyways. to be you though, because now you have AAA and you will go there and yeah. not go to the DMV and not exactly. wait four hours. And I, I was just so grateful to the AAA people. I walked out and I thanked everyone that I saw. I was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Like every single person. They were probably like, why is this girl so happy? But I was ecstatic. Oh my gosh. So that was a, a fun thing that I learned. But I'll ask you the same question, Hannah. What is the favorite place you've traveled or a top place you've traveled this summer? And then secondly, what have you learned? Okay, so... This is, so I've done a lot of traveling over the summer and this isn't necessarily my favorite place like location wise, but I did learn a good lesson. So I just got back from traveling to Washington DC to visit my friend Kristen. If you've been following along, she gave up, she was on our podcast and is working on the Hill now as a staffer. So I just went out to visit. It was her birthday weekend. And also she just moved. And I know how important it is when you move to like have friends who you've really known for a while come to visit and make sure you're okay. Right. Because I know when I moved to the Bay, I was lonely and I wanted people who I really knew me and not just acquaintances to say, hey. So I, I flew out there to say hi. And I think the thing that was so special about this trip is that um, so for those that don't know, between trips, I've been in Texas at my parents' house, but my parents have never really lived. Well, I've never lived in Texas. My parents moved once I was in college, which means every time I visit them, I don't have any friends here. I'll hang out with my brother and he like shares his friends, which is really nice. But then I've never made my own friends here. And even this summer, even though I was here for like a few months, like I was traveling almost every single week. And, and I really just didn't have time to like consistently join groups because I was randomly gone on a Tuesday or on a Thursday or whenever. Right. So I think I was getting a little bit lonely before this trip. And I was like, I'm a big extrovert. So my energy levels were just plummeting. I'm like, oh, 
no one is texting me. No one is like saying, hey, I'm like, I just moved. Does anyone think they should check up on me? And kind of like a woe is me attitude, right? Which is, I think, understandable, but also like just not the best mindset to have. So I flew out to see Kristen and just seeing her gave me all of this energy. And because of that, I was able to call a couple of friends that I have that had recently moved. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like I, as opposed to like wallowing about not having friends or whatever, I can actually bring life and bring friendship to other people, you know, and just calling them gave me so much energy because I was like, oh, you might also be in a similar situation where you just want people to reach out. So I think the thing that I learned overall is like, sometimes you just need to be the blessing to others that you want for yourself and it will actually wind up blessing you. That was like a very philosophical kind of answer as opposed to like um, this very practical, like triple A answer. <laughs> but that was like definitely a big, just like, oh, like, you know it in your head, but when you're wallowing and moping, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like you don't, you don't act on it. And then you're like, wait a minute, I know better than this. I will go like be a light, hopefully to others. I mean, maybe they didn't appreciate my phone call, but I still like, maybe I'll go like, call them and check in and then that'll like bless you, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's actually super good. Um, so one thing that we did, um, last night, so there's a girl from California here who's actually going off to Ireland for grad school and we put together a book for her. So when she gets sad or homesick, she has all these like tips and tricks and things to look at. Um, so that was actually my idea that I wrote down is something that's worked really well for me, especially recently with the move. It's like, I'm happy, but there's still aspects of like, oh, I'm like missing this aspect of my life. Um, so I sat down and just wrote some cards and when trying to do that. But uh, one thing that was super helpful too is just having ideas of words of encouragement for other people or something I've been doing is just checking in on people or trying to have calls when I can. And that definitely has helped boost my mood. And I think it's super important, especially when moving to a new place to just, if other people aren't checking in on you to check in on other people and they'll think to check in on you. <laughs> yeah, And also, especially too, if you do have friends that have recently moved, like, I know, like, it's so common people do, like, a big goodbye party and everything, but really it's important to, like, do call them, like, a few weeks after they moved and text them, be like, hey, I'm thinking about you. That's just really impactful. Um, At least something that I, I always think about that whenever, right when I've moved, but then as soon as I'm going to have, like, oh, like, I forget to do it to my friends. So be a better friend than me. Mm-hmm. Call your homies. Um, It'll be good for you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think that was something I realized. Like, I don't know, not that many people had actually checked up on me, but and then all of a sudden, like this past week, people are like, oh, wait, how's it going? Well, it's like, oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> but definitely important to check in on people. So love that. And any other highlights, Hannah, from your past month? From past month, uh, highlights. I have been really trying to intentionally make new habits. And I think that that's been going really well. I've realized because if you have downtime and maybe you don't have downtime, but like I want to fill it with something that's productive and also that can like sustain me and help me in the next season of my life. So I've started to try to build like small habits, like making my bed every morning, which it's not okay for a lot of you. That's going to sound ridiculous that I didn't do it before. But in my defense, uh, this is the first time I've had my own room in like two plus years. And when you don't have your own room and everyone wakes up at a different time and you wake up earlier than everybody making your bed every morning is just like 
and you go to work is just like almost impossible because you will like other people up. Um, so I started, <laughs> I started making, like making my bed every morning, um, making sure I journal every single day, having a few other baselines where it's like, I'm going to exercise every day and I'm going to like read, you know, like these different types of books. I think that's been really cool for the past month. Um, what else did I do? This month was a little bit more chill than my other months. I went to DC. My boyfriend visited for 10 days, which was really fun. Um, we did a lot of fun activities here. So I caught some lizards, uh, lots of lizards in Texas. I don't know, Autumn, my, my month has not been the most eventful, but I think it's been good for like building baselines for grad school. Yeah. I've also actually gotten a lot of tips for grad school too. Um, just from my dad and from being around, like you want to work on writing and you want to like make sure you read, you know, articles that your professors have written um, and actually be familiar with their work before you go and ask them questions. That's a way to, you know, not ask a not like dumb question, but it's good if you're going to go to grad school to actually know what work your professors have done. So that way you don't ask, oh, have you thought about this? And they're like, yes, I wrote about that 15 years ago. Did you not know? Um, and they'll be nice about it. But like, it's good to do. Kind of what else? What have you done this past month? Any other highlights for you, Autumn? Yeah, this month has been insanely busy. Uh, started off by transitioning from Minnesota back to California. And then I got back and I moved into the house that I'm in. So I live with four other girls right now, uh, all Christian women. Uh, and it's just been super nice to settle in, but also super busy because I went from I lived alone, then I lived with one other person, and now I have four other roommates. So there's always something going on, which is super exciting. Um, but I always feel like I'm doing something. So just trying to find some downtime in the midst, midst of it all. Uh, but then I was also in a wedding. So that was super fun. I got to be a groomsman, groomswoman, uh, helped plan a bachelorette or bachelor party. Uh, we went ziplining, which was super fun. I was a total bro. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like being a bro. Um, went ziplining in the mountains, which was super cool. Um, and what else do we do? So they got married at, uh, kind of an overlook of this mountain in the background with the backdrop. And there's some crazy stuff that happened with them. So their car broke down and then their photographer dropped out, then their officiant dropped out. So then my boyfriend ended up marrying them, which was just kind of a crazy turn of events. But overall, it was super um, good to see everyone. And yeah, it, it went pretty well. Um, and then other than that, just been trying to get back into routines. I think that's the hardest thing for me right now is just finding a routine. So tonight I'm actually going to Zumba. So that's my new thing every Tuesday. And then Wednesday is try and hang out with uh, roommates or friends. Um, and then, yeah, work happens in between the day and then working out. I don't know. That's been super hard for me. That was fine structure right now. Uh, just with kind of, I thought I would be going back to the office by now, but that's not the case right now. So yeah, finding structure is one of those. I think that's the other thing I have struggled with this summer is like, how do I find structure when there's not like an inherent structure to my life? And I've gotten better at that with some like habits, but it is really hard. You just kind of have to force yourself to be consistent for consistency's sake almost. And then things just start to fall into place, but it's good habits though. If you like can start building these habits when you don't have outside incentives, like how much easier will it be once you are going to the office every day and like, have a more like set routine by somebody else You're like oh like I'm a boss at this like I can keep up any routine you know so definitely definitely 
And then something mm-hmm. actually that's been top of mind that I would love to hear from you is just what has your prayer life been like recently or not only prayer life, but just faith life. Cause I think that's been something I've been transitioning back. I've been kind of slacking, I guess would be a word on being consistent with journaling. And that's something that's really helped me, but just any tips or insight into what you've been doing? So let me tell you, it has not been the easiest summer for um, faith life per se, just because I've been traveling, as I've mentioned. And that means I've only been, I think, in Texas two Sundays over the summer. And I don't actually like I'll go to my parents' church, but I don't know anybody there. And then I've been visiting like my friends' churches when I've been there. So there hasn't really been like a consistent church. Um, But fortunately for me, I um, really have prioritized for a really long time, like reading my Bible and like reading different kind of like books in the Bible. So I wake up every morning and I try to get time with the Lord and I try to journal and do some type of Bible study. I like to kind of like have a variety of things I can do every morning. So some of it's like heavier reading, some of it's lighter reading, uh, a few things I'm going to recommend because I love recommendations. So what I've been doing when I haven't had church is like setting kind of like a theme or something to really like deep dive into in the Bible. So recently it's been deep, like taking a deep dive into parables. So reading, like I read all of the gospel of Matthew and I love reading in like big sections and not in little sections. So I've read all of that. And then I've been reading um, this book called stories with intent by Klein Snodgrass. Um, for those who don't have a visual, which is everyone on this podcast, it's, it's quite a hefty book. I think it's like, a thousand or more pages, but it really is a good deep dive into parables if you're interested in like learning about that. Um, so when I want to deep dive, I've been doing that when I kind of don't want as much of a deep dive, I'll listen to like Bible project podcast or watch their videos and read about that in journal. Um, but recently, uh, when you're specifically asking about prayer, I went to my friend Kristen's church in DC this past Sunday And when I was there, they gave me this book, The Circle Maker, uh, which I've been wanting to read for a while, but I just haven't. It's by Mark Batterson. um, And he started the church that my friend goes to in DC. And first off, it's just so sweet that the church gives this out for free because it does like say that they really believe in it. But the whole book is just about prayer um, about halfway through, but it's really cool about like how to circle your prayers and like so real dreams and remember like if God has given you this dream and if it's like prayed for, um, then you already kind of have it, you know, it just might take a while and you do like keep marching and keep circling. And that has been really impactful for me um, over the past few days, but also just prayer is so important. So I'd highly recommend it if you want something like pretty easy to read the, the circle maker. It's just, it's been, it's been really, really um, impactful. And a couple of things, can I give you a couple of my like favorite things I've learned from this book? Of course. Okay. Um, so one of the things that was really impactful kind of at the beginning of the po- of the book, and this isn't necessarily about prayer, but he was saying kind of one of the prayers that he prays and the things that he circles is that his desire is that the people who know him the best are the ones that respect him the most and saying like how he wants to be famous in his home. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that was, that's so good. I think because oftentimes like you're like oh like I want to like Instagram followers or I want people to think I'm cool or popular but like you know like not everyone's going to like you but if you're famous in your home and the people who know you the most respect you the most like that is like a compelling life um and then also talking about too 
how like one of the things you need to do is like pray prayers that you yourself can't accomplish, which I think I'm always scared to do because I'm like, oh, if I pray this big prayer, what if it doesn't happen? Right. And it's so easy to pray small prayers that you're like, I'm going to like, I'm going to work on it. And like, if I put in all this effort, it'll happen. But realizing like asking God, like fill me with dreams, fill me with your spirit. And how do I pray prayers that scare me that I can't accomplish? Um, And that's kind of when you're in like the sweet spot for prayer. And the final thing I'll say before you can comment, Autumn, is the other thing I really like too, is he was saying like, you need to pray like it depends on God, but plan like it depends on you. I think that's also another like sweet spot where it's like, you don't want to just pray and expect God to do all the work, but you absolutely cannot plan and just try to do the work yourself. You need to kind of combine both of those. And I mean, I love it. Highly recommend. It's, it's really helpful. At least been impacting my prayer life the past few days. That's a high recommendation for you too, because from you, because you tend to criticize books. So that's good. Oh yeah. I was like a very, I'm really harsh on books, honestly. Um, so that means it's really well, good guys. Yeah, I'm also honestly like really harsh on easy to read books because sometimes I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, like it could be a bullet point or something. But this, this book is actually yeah. really impacting my faith. Um, how about you? How, how's your, unless you have any comments on that, um, but how's yeah. your... Well, I was going to say too, one thing you brought up is praying those really big prayers. And I think that's such a good reminder. Um, and there's another girl I really like, Bianca Olthoff, or I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it's O-L-T-H-O-F-F. Um, so she's really good. And she talks a lot about praying big prayers and just to not shy away from those things. And I think that's such a good reminder because sometimes you get into a narrow mind of like, okay, give me the energy to wake up tomorrow or little things, at least that's been my prayers lately. But I think as I'm really thinking about doing something like grad school or other bigger dreams, I definitely need God to be present in those and, but still be consistent with putting in the work myself. Uh, but also having a dependency on God to really just bring about that, um, those things that I couldn't even fathom or imagine. So I really like that. Uh, and then something I've been doing recently is I've been actually posted this on the Instagram yesterday, but, um, I've been doing a devotional by Max Lucado and I really, really like it. Uh, it's about happiness. Um, so it's called happy today and it's just really encouraging reminders and just has like prompts afterwards. So very short, but makes you think of like, okay, what's something I can do to bless someone else today or to encourage someone else. Uh, so it's definitely given me the motivation to be more in tune with uh, encouraging others. And, and especially, I think I've just been kind of a little down with the transition and not being able to go back into the office yet. But this has really helped me to just feel encouraged and uh, to bless others. And then something I've always been doing um, for, well, not always, but for the past few years is journaling my prayers. So I haven't been as great about it recently, but it's something that I really I really, really like because then I can go back and look at them later on in life and just see how God has blessed those areas in my life. Love it. I also, I mean, I love the rest. I also love the consistency with it, especially mm-hmm. at the end, like during summer too, when I know it's kind of, for some people, it's like, it's harder to be consistent with these things. Um, that's, mm-hmm. that's really cool. So I think, I think overall what we're saying is get a good devotional, get a good book. Yes. Yes. Actually read your Bible every day. Um, it really, 
really is impactful, especially if you find something that like ministers to you and like matches kind of like where you're at faith wise. It's just, you know, super helpful. Um, So with that, any closing thoughts, final reflections of the month of August? Yeah, I would say the last thing would be to just ask for prayer to or tell other people about these things. That's something that I sometimes forget. But since I've been transitioning back, it's been really good to share those thoughts and uh, either worries or big dreams I have with other people and uh, to just have other people come aside, come alongside me. And there's been so many people who have provided great advice that I would never have even thought to tell them about something. And then they've just been able to bless me. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Hannah? Any closing thoughts? I'm a good fam. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we'll have a guest on our next episode. And yeah, I think this has been really good. Just give quick highlights and uh, close out summer, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Raise Your Standards. And feel free to follow us at Raise Your Standards Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on all podcasting platforms. And we look forward to hanging out with you next time.